Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. Okay. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I am your host, Jen Amos, and I am super stoked, as I always am when I do this show, because it means I get to interview another incredible entrepreneur or small business owner in our world today doing some amazing things. So let me go ahead and invite our guest today. We have Josh Adler, who is the co-founder and head architect of Company Convert X. You can learn more about him and his company at convertx.com. That's spelled C-O-N-V-R-T-X.com. Josh, welcome to the show. Thank you for inviting me. It's a total pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I I started doing this in 2020. Uh, I like to do like mental health check-ins. So I thought I'd check in with you. How have things been going since this, uh, these interesting times? I'm not going to call it new normal because it's still changing. So how how have you been holding up? (laughs) For sure. No, definitely. It's it's a huge adjustment to say the least with the whole kind of world almost in lockdown and standstill, whether it's the financial markets or kind of really anything. And it's I guess from a mental health perspective or just kind of an overall perspective, it's, it's crazy to think that everyone went from that mentality of working in an office and having your small little cubicle to <laughs> now working from home. Yeah. <laughs> and crazy to think that not just one country in the world has changed that belief, but everywhere in the world has really kind of fundamentally made that huge kind of shift. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate that you are nicely dressed today. I'm curious to know if like you had to make that shift yourself working from an office to not working from home. For sure. No, definitely. It's, it's crucial for me that regardless if I have my camera on or I don't in meetings, it's, I always like to dress up. I'm that kind of person. Yeah. Being a young entrepreneur, you always have to be very kind of presentable. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, it's definitely very interesting having the ability to walk downstairs, go grab food from your kitchen or walk back up to your bedroom, grab a nap and then go back to your office, go back to work. And it's a very different mentality than it used to be because if you were sleeping in your office before your boss is knocking on your desk and trying to wake you up and now the mentality is... it's normal if you want to take a nap midday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love that you describe that. It's like, you know, even for me, my, my husband and I work in different places of the house right now. Like he's in the, he, get, he gets to keep the living room and I have my <laughs> own, my own uh, office here. Uh, but yeah, our kitchen has kind of become that, um, you know, place where employees like take it easy and like grab, I mean, it's just us obviously, but um, <laughs> You know, it's kind of, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go downstairs and like pull what, whatever I have in the kitchen, you know, and then I can lay in bed if I want to, like my own bed. It's just a couple steps away and I can make my own coffee, you know, my favorite coffee brand. I don't have to like, you know, like submit to whatever coffee, you know, cheap coffee yeah, yeah. is in the office. And so I really like your perspective on that, Josh. For sure. And it's, it's crazy to think that the world made the shift so quickly, yeah. but it's really nice to see as well that so many people have adapted so well in an interesting yeah. way that, it's if you told someone five years ago, everyone in every single office across the United States and Canada and almost everywhere in the world is going to start working from home, people would be like, you're crazy. And the same way people said the internet was crazy um, <laughs> and the whole kind of uh, dot com burst and all that kind of stuff. But nowadays, it's if you're not working from home, people are like, are you serious? 
<laughs> yeah, it's like, what are you, like, is it safe to be in the office? Like, are you blocking times for employees to show up at certain times? You know, like, yeah, I, I definitely, I have a girlfriend who, um, you know, she, her company did, her, her work did tell her to work from home for a couple of weeks, but now they sort of stagger the times when the employees come in. So they really have their own, like, office space to themselves, you know, instead of having, like, a number of people in a, you know, in different cubicles, like, in the same vicinity. So it is interesting for people who have, uh, you know, kept to meeting in person, like how even that has dramatically shifted. Yeah, no, definitely. And it's even nowadays when it's some of my clients say, oh, let's meet in person. I'm like, are you crazy? (laughs) The world is looking at COVID like a nuclear bomb went off. Literally, that's the feeling I have sometimes. The streets are empty almost in Toronto when it first happened. Now it's a different conversation, but it's changed the entire way that people interact. People are with people. You don't meet up with friends in the same way. You don't party the same way. Right. The world's made an entire shift, which is crazy to think it happened that quickly. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's go ahead and shift gears, Josh. I want to get to know you more as a business owner. So your company is company your company is Convert X. And so for people that are hearing about your company for the first time, what should they know about it? And um, who are the type of people you like working with? For sure. That's a really interesting question. And it's um, I convert X, it's very different from many other companies. It's mm-hmm. when you're in the software development realm, a lot of these kind of companies either focus on Fortune 500, large corporations, and that's really it. Um, and it's mm-hmm. really sad to me. But you have these companies like Y Combinator and Techstars, and they're awesome and great and very unique companies. But at the yeah. same time, what's really kind of interesting to me and very awkward is there's no one focusing on these regular day individuals that have mm-hmm. brilliant ideas that they want to take forth and really scale And some of these individuals have no business knowledge, like none. They've never ran a business before. They've never done anything big in their life other than go to university or be in the army or there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but more than anything, it's, they never had the opportunity, right? No one ever said, you know what, let me help you. Mm -hmm. And it's because luckily enough, and I'm very grateful of this. I was brought up in a family where I had the opportunity to do something like that, where Mm -hmm. it was sort of pushed upon me to start a business. And it was quite kind of assumed. In a wow. Sense, right? well, I wish I grew up in your family. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's a very interesting dynamic to say the least. I'll definitely uh-huh. do that. Um, but with a lot of these founders, we recognize this and we say, okay, it's you have a brilliant idea. Maybe you don't have the funding or maybe you don't have the capacity to bring it all the way to market and launch. But we take those brilliant ideas from that embryonic stage from over here, all the way over here where it's kind of bearing fruit and in the market and actually live and gaining user adoption and growing and providing these unbelievable and brilliant entrepreneurs the access to really kind of scale their idea and proliferate mm-hmm. it into the stratosphere. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, I think that's absolutely incredible. And I think you're right. You know, when I think about uh, a lot of software engineering companies or even people who want to pursue a software engineer, they're always thinking about working for the bigger companies um, where there is a lot of people who, uh, and, and I'm wondering if they're doing that maybe because, um, you know, the, the pay or the revenue will be a lot higher than working with like a smaller business. But the reality is, um, you know, we all started somewhere. And I think in today's times, there's what we call the accidental entrepreneur, you know, yeah. someone who fell into business because they had to, or there was a catalyst where they're like, I, I need to, I need to have an extra source of income, or I have a solution that no one else is providing. Um, and people and those type of people need help. And so I think it's really awesome that you saw, um, you know, kind of this neglected audience in a way, and, and you're serving them in this manner. So I think that's incredibly amazing. No, definitely. And it's, it's not only where we help out with just software alone, and that's really where it's critical. It's 
being a founder and being someone that's also quite young in the industry as well, it's, I've launched several apps before this and it's the obstacles that I faced. I said, why can't I help people with this thing, with these kind of, kind of obstacles rather than just being a traditional kind of software developer, yeah. um, focus yeah. on kind of much more than that and say, okay, you have a brilliant idea. That's stage one. Next yeah. is putting together a really strong business strategy because you're building a business at the end of the day. You're not building right. an app, right? right? right. Like and that's what so many people miss. And it's like kind of mind blowing to me that so many people think like all I need is a software developer where they're going to take your money. They're going to build the app and they're going to walk away. And that's almost like me saying to you, I'm going to launch a business for you. I'm going to put all the pieces in play and I'm not even going to look if it's profitable enough or not beforehand. (laughs) And then after that, I'm just going to leave it to you and wish you good luck. (laughs) You'd call me crazy. You'd call me crazy, but that's what software development is. And it works for corporate companies, but it doesn't work for founders. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's very commonly known that uh, when people have a, an ideal a service or solution or they have a talent, um, somehow there's this weird expectation that because you have that, people are going to be interested. But yeah. the biggest thing that um, these creative people need to gain are the business and the marketing skills because no one's going to care <laughs> unless you put it in front of them. And and you you talk about it in a way where they feel like and know like it can add more to their life. Exactly. And I totally agree with that point. And it's a lot of people kind of go for that kind of people that have that brilliance because they're developers and you look at them almost like they have witchcraft or they're, or they're <laughs> magicians or, and it's to most people, it's, they turn on an iPhone and they're like, how does this even work? I had a buddy right. the other day and I had an hour long conversation with him and I've never experienced it in my life, but he said, there has to be something moving inside these iPhones. Yeah. And I'm trying to explain it to him that no, it's circuit boards and it's integrated mm-hmm. electronics. And it's remarkable with how advanced iPhones and Samsung phones and all this different tech has gotten. But yeah. At its core, the software developers are building the tech that makes it allow or that allows it to work. Um, and most people kind of just think that because they're building it and they're so good at that, that really any software developer is a genius, which I don't think personally to get the title of a genius, it takes a lot. And I think that's a very overused word. It's almost like saying, oh, we have the best ribs in town. Everyone says best. It doesn't mean anything anymore or love right. in the same kind of sense. Everyone says, oh, I love you to their friends and all that kind of stuff. Same kind of mentality. And yeah. it's to me, it's really critical that when you launch any kind of business that you're following with a business focus approach, mm-hmm. not a software or not a researcher, not a analytical approach, but rather a business approach because you are right. launching a business. It's almost like a painter saying, um, let's look at this from an engineering approach. Right. You're like, good luck. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Where's the creativity going to come? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, Josh, I think it's, um, I, I'm very impressed uh, just just uh, in, in even just your intelligence and how you're communicating all of this with me right now. You've already mentioned twice, I've been listening very closely, that you consider yourself a young entrepreneur. So tell me about that. Um, tell me why do you feel like you're a young entrepreneur? And uh, because to me, it sounds like maybe you might be young, but it sounds like you have the busy sa- the business savviness, maybe from your family to, to be young. Like you may be young, but you have already have the skill set and, and you grew up in that space. So tell me a little bit more about that. For sure. And it's, I'm really grateful that I came from a family that I did come from. It's yeah. most people in life don't get these kind of opportunities. And it's for me personally, I looked at it as I need to take this opportunity really kind of and go gung ho with it in a sense <laughs> um, and really try to push it to its maximum capacity so I can really kind of build in a sense an empire that can yeah. really help people at the end of the day. And that's at its core, indirectly, my goal from the get go of building ConvertX was providing jobs. Um, yeah. The more entrepreneurs I create, the more jobs I create and the more I help the world. 
Um, and that's really for a very young age, kind of the mentality I had, I want to make a massive impact, but yeah. more or less with the kind of the young entrepreneur mindset, the question that you asked specifically, mm-hmm. it's a lot of people that are my age, I'm in my mid twenties, right. Mm-hmm. Kind of understanding. Um, but it's a lot of people that are my age are either getting their masters or still in university or that's kind true. of just going to get by. And right. it's, it's great and all to be in that kind of position where you're really trying to go for education, but it's the kind of family I come from is that we're known for cutting our teeth in business. And that's really how I look at it. It's as much as you can learn in school, 98% of it from my perspective, and I'm not trying to discredit anyone else. Everyone has their own views with school. It's school can be great for some industries and, and hard for others or challenging or kind of not really important for others, but it's 98% of what I learned in school. I found to be irrelevant. I'm not going to lie. (laughs) Right. It's normally in one month of running your own company, everything you've learned in school is contradictory (laughs) because you're trained from a very young age fundamentally to find a good job and work at a good company, have kids, grow up, get married, all that kind of stuff, retire and live the American dream or Canadian dream or wherever you are in the world dream. Right. (laughs) Right, Um, right. (laughs) And it's sad because every single time that someone's trained to do that, they take a job. Whereas Mm -hmm. if someone is trained from a very young age to rather create jobs that's how you change the world. You don't change wow. the world by taking a job. You change the world to by creating jobs. And wow. fundamentally, it's to really advance the world and take it from where it is now to where it needs to be over the next 20, 30, 50, 100 years, is there's going to have to be a lot of innovation. Yeah. I was watching a video last night. Um, the U.S. Treasury was talking about how there's been an explosion of tech, technological companies that have yeah. been developed over the past few years. But more than ever now, it's exploding at a rate that no one's ever seen before. I'm, we're having our busiest year that I've ever had in business ever in my life. I've never experienced wow. it. I probably hop on 20, 20 to 30 calls a day with different people that are either interested in working with us or existing clients. Wow. Um, and it's crazy to see that how many people are just like, I want to create change. I want to revolutionize this industry or, for example, the car industry or the alcohol delivery industry or, right. yes. the, working <laughs> industry or the job hiring industry. Or, there's so many different things that can, can, uh, can improve so much that mm. it's really remarkable when a few people set their eyes on a target that they can quite interestingly enough, kind of evolve it and optimize it for the 21st century that we're living in rather than the 20th century. Yeah. Wow. Josh, I just, um, I, I just feel like you are uh, ahead of the game. You are uh, already an old soul in a very young <laughs> body. And I agree with you. I'm in my young 30s now, and um, I did the whole go to school to get good grades and hopefully get a good job. And lucky me, at least this is what I'm telling myself, I was fired from four jobs in my young 20s. And my friends are like, uh, I don't think you're meant to have a job. And so I feel very fortunate that I had, you know, those rough, <laughs> those, uh, the catalyst that I needed four times. Um, to really dive into this kind of life. And I, and, and I, I can't look back. I just, I, I feel like I have a bigger mission, a bigger drive and a sense of responsibility to help a lot of people where, you know, I think our school system uh, in general, uh, you know, most school, I mean, from my understanding, school systems are really designed so that you could, you could get a job, you could work for someone else. That's what they're primarily working for, or that's what they're primarily primarily there for. And, um, you know, if you are maybe uh, trying to uh, go at a slow pace or you're trying to go at a predictable pace, that's great. But if you want to make, um, 
impact, you know, and fast, and you want to adapt to the times, especially since 2020. Um, just like what you said, sometimes the educational system could, um, the information you've learned there could be absolutely obsolete by the time you get out and even as you're learning it. And so, you know, like you said, it has its purpose, but it's just great to meet um, young people such as yourself who uh, kind of saw saw the light <laughs> earlier, obviously, thanks to your family. Um, and, and rather than, um, you know, saying like, oh, I know better. It's like you're taking this as a, a, as a sense of responsibility to help people. Um, and to offer and to get more jobs out there in the marketplace. And so, you know, kudos to you, sir. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. And even following your point, it's, I definitely know what it's like trying to get a job and struggling to kind of fit into the kind of corporate environment, which is quite yeah. common a struggle for many individuals to say yeah. the least. Yeah. Um, and for me, I'll be honest, it's, I hate working for people. I absolutely <laughs> just, it's, to me, it's like the worst thing ever. I couldn't even imagine doing it. It's just, I don't like following other people's rules. I know that might sound terrible, yeah. um, but when other people set up structure for me, I have trouble following it and I don't work <laughs> at my optimal level. Whereas in my personal perspective, if I'm doing my own thing and I'm running my own business and managing people and even with clients advising them and having the ability of total freedom, yeah. it makes a world of difference. And yeah. it's not only do you get to work when you want, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, every time someone imagines entrepreneur, they think opening bottles of champagne, driving Lamborghinis and private jets. I'm sorry, that's ludicrous. There's no such thing as that in my life. Like, listen, it's I've experienced those types of things in my life, and I'm very grateful for that. But it's that's not what being an entrepreneur is about. It's yeah. it's a lot of saying I'm sorry, yeah. a lot of showing up for meetings, a lot of twenty plus hour days or all nighters, and it's a lot of kind of can't make it kind of situations where you're like right. family members, like, oh, this is happening. You're like, I got meetings, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Which is the truth of reality, and it's it's not for everyone. But for the ones that are really wanting to create change in some kind of industry or landscape, um, yeah. it's a lot of fun. It's a lot yeah. Of fun. And, you know, I think when um, you have that desire, uh, that kind of desire knows no age. However, I imagine that there's a lot of people in your situation who, let's say, want to take that leap but they're using youth as an excuse. They're saying, well, I'm too young or I'm too inexperienced. What do you want to say to those young entrepreneurs that want to be like you when, when they grow up? <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly, for me, it's my little brother. He's quite inspirational. He's mm -hmm. 16 years old, right? Mm -hmm. He launched a crypto company. He's not even wow. legally old enough to own shares in a company in North America or Canada, at least. Yeah. There's one state in the US, US and it doesn't come to mind right now, but legally he can't own shares in one state in the United States. But it's he's in the Knowledge Society, he's in the DMZ, um, he's in all these, uh, these unbelievable programs and he's trying so hard to kind of get his company and raise capital and kind of grow it. And it's so remarkable that someone that young, that's not even old enough to own yeah. shares, is already trying to that level. It's remarkable. And it's when you're really, really young, it's the biggest recommendation I always give to people. And hopefully this doesn't come off the wrong way. It's jump. Honestly, if you have an idea, just do whatever you can and just start stepping in the right direction. It's every yeah. single week or every single month, I set a goal for every single week. I'm huge on micro goals and macro goals. Mm -hmm. um, every week I say, okay, let's hit this by the end of the week. And then I work backwards and I say, mm -hmm. okay, what do we complete by each day? And I do it on paper. I don't do it on a computer because there's a very big difference between the two. And I just write simple goals. Like, for example, if it's a young entrepreneur, simply spend an hour a day doing some research on your idea. That's really it. Spend an hour today um, looking to see what the best way to get this rolling is. Or if it's yeah. an app or if it's a brick and mortar, you're looking to start just really 
really kind of just putting your all into it at a very young age is crucial because most people look at it this way. They say, I'm going to go to, I'm going to finish high school, go to university, get a job, retire and whatever. But how they should really be looking at it is even though you're working a job by then already, why not start a side hustle or why not have a side hustle while you're in university? You have all this free time that everyone else is spending partying. And sometimes you are as well. Why not spend that time starting a business, even if it's not profitable? And that's the biggest concern people have. And there's a quote that I love that I stand by everything in life. I love winning. I absolutely love it. And to most people, they're like, what's wrong with him? And the reason why is because it makes me appreciate. Um, Sorry, I love losing. And the reason why I love losing is because it makes me appreciate winning a lot more. Um, And that's honestly how I feel. And it's because so many people try to win all the time, but you're not always going to win. Sometimes you get tired in a race. Right? Sometimes you can't push that extra mile. But in life, people have the expectation and society has built this kind of structure where if you're not first and you're second, you're the, you're the first loser almost. Mm. And that to me is very inaccurate because mm-hmm. it's not about being first or it's not about being second. It's about trying and really Absolutely. putting your all into it. And if you succeed, great. But it's all a part of the journey. And I've had my yeah. failures. I've had my successes. And trust yeah. me, I've had a lot of failures. <laughs> <laughs> um, but at the same time too, it's, it's not about the failure. It's about the right. fact of pushing further and persevering. And the biggest assets of any kind of entrepreneur that I've sort of recognized is perseverance and grit. Yeah. If you're in athletics or if you're in some kind of sport or something like that, you're, you, the chance, chances are you're going to be an unbelievable entrepreneur. And the reason why I say this is because those people just keep pushing. Right. Simply at its core, that's what it is. And that's how I look at it too. But Hopefully that uh, that make that all makes it. Yeah, you know the common theme I heard in what you're talking is that you know kind of going back to what our educational system has. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be um, uh, rash about this. Um, what they lied to us about <laughs> is that there is such thing as a destination. To me, destination is when when you pass away. Destination is like, you know, the end of your life. So if you look at it that way, life is really a journey and it's all about growth. It's all about like just being the best version of yourself or the better version of yourself every day. And I think that's really what you're saying is like, it's not about when you, when you get to a certain destination, it's not about, I mean, even just wins and losses are almost an, an illusion, you know, I mean, yeah, it's a great way to celebrate and have people like, wow, you're amazing. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, what comes up does come down. Right. <laughs> and ultimately you don't want to live for the highs or the lows. You just want to, you just want to focus on growth. Like every day, what that, whatever that means for you, whether it's personal growth, professional growth, obviously in this case, we're talking about, you know, professional growth, um, in that sense. And I, I love it. I love it, Josh. I think, um, I feel like this is a, a great way to wrap up our conversation. Um, before we go, tell me, is there anything else you want uh, our listeners to know, whether it's about your company, ConvertX, or about yourself as a business owner? No, definitely. And I just want to touch on one last thing, and then I'll get into Convert. It's, yeah. personally, I think it's about the journey. And you're definitely right. And most people ignore that. They're yeah. doing it to be that multimillionaire. You don't right. become an entrepreneur to make money. You become an entrepreneur for the fun itself yeah. um, and the freedom that you have. But to touch on your last point, um, we have a website going up right now recently. Um, I worked on quite quite a while now, actually. I worked on this kind of ebook. Mm-hmm. It's kind of one of those really short and sweet ebooks. It's uh, The website's called grow.convrtx.com. Mm-hmm. Feel free to check it out, guys. And uh, it's a really great resource. It's a brutally honest guide that's kind of like really directed um, and shows you what it takes to kind of found a 
Perfect. I love it. Josh, wow. I absolutely enjoyed our conversation today. Thank you so much for being here. No, it's my pleasure. Honestly, it's uh, it's always interesting talking with another person in either the like industry or just overall. It's uh, yeah. just sharing ideas. Yeah, you know, we're, we're part of the same. I mean, we're not in the same industry, but definitely uh, have the same type of hustle and, <laughs> and drive. So I see you. I recognize you. I acknowledge you. I appreciate you. And uh, again, thank you so much for being on our show. It was a total pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. And again, to our listeners, this is Josh Adler, the co-founder and head architect of um, head architect of ConvertX. His company is his website. If you want to learn more about him, you can visit his website at convertx.com. That's spelled C-O-N-V-R-T-X.com. And then Josh, why don't you tell our listeners one more time how they can get access to that ebook? So it's grow.convertx.com. Perfect. Awesome. With that said, thank you all so much for joining us and we'll chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.